Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome sports fans, I'm back again, on Tuesday night even. Thank you for joining my 47th episode of the Buffalo Huddle on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. And I am your host, Patty Bax. Welcome to Taryn, who's joining the chat tonight, and hopefully we'll have more listeners because we have a very special guest this evening. Some of you know, due to the technical difficulties, that my podcast did not go live Tuesday night. However, I was able to do it Thursday Eastern Standard Time at 11 o'clock. And I actually had two guests in the chat, Taryn and Ruth. So thank you both. And to those who listen to the recording, thank you very much for sticking with me. I was determined to (laughs) to get this show recorded. It's just not the same without Buffalo Bills football this week. However, even though the team isn't playing, we still have so much to talk about in Buffalo sports. Tonight, we have a very special guest, as I mentioned. He's going to be on to talk about the Buffalo Sabres. And as I mentioned on Thursday, the Sabres are really bringing light to a time of darkness for the Buffalo Bills. It's always the offseason is such a downer, but... As Taryn mentioned last week, we certainly have a lot to look forward to, as long as we have Josh Allen. And although I'm not going to touch on a lot of details related to the Bills, I'm going to wait a week to put on my GM hat as I begin to consider what we need to do to get the Bills in the big dance. And I have some thoughts on that. I know there's a whole gamut of different opinions of what we should do, where we should focus. Uh, Lots of interesting moves to be made this offseason. Well, let's get right to the inspiration. Hopefully you have your beverage handy. I know my green tea is right next to me. Nice hot cup of green tea. It's supposed to be very cold this week. I think Friday it's going to single digits. And welcome to Ruth, who's joining the chat tonight. Yep, and Taryn just reiterated exactly the Bills are going to be fine as long as they don't break up the whole band, and we will definitely be delving into that topic. So last week, my inspiration was on moving forward, and this week, I am selecting a quote we often hear, and it was first traced back to William Shakespeare, who was quoted as saying, your greatest strength begets your greatest weakness. I had always heard that quote, and I just never really knew the genesis of it. So I was really fascinated that it it traced back all the way to William Shakespeare. Now, it may sound like a riddle, 
But it's an important, if paradoxical, truth that too much of a good thing, including positive traits, can become negative. So let me put this into context. Let's take Josh Allen. Our beloved quarterback is an incredible player who continues to break and, in some cases, shatter records. His strengths, his cannon arm, his athleticism, his competitiveness, his heart, his ability to run and hurdle, his personality, his will to win. I can just go on and on. However, when do his strengths become his weaknesses? In my opinion, when he tries to do too much and when he feels like he must put the game on his shoulders. And Taryn says, we have to keep Sean McDermott too. Absolutely. I don't care what anyone says. No, I agree with you. That wouldn't be one of my moves. Team would kill to have him as a coach. You're not kidding. You are not kidding, Taryn. But when do strengths, in general, not just for Josh, but when do our strengths become our weaknesses? And how does that happen? Well, the idea is if you do something well, you should find a way to do more of that to achieve optimal results. The problem is that even a strength, if we push it too far, done to an extreme or it's misused or used in the wrong situation, it can turn into a weakness and produce negative results. For example, if you are a, a someone who loves to give to other people, and you're always giving, 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 but you forget that you have to also take care of yourself. Because if you don't take care of yourself, you can't be giving to others. So that's another example. Under stress, your positive traits can go haywire. And in these moments, you're in danger of sabotaging yourself, your goals, and your reputation. So the point isn't to stop being yourself. Not at all. And you hear a lot of people say that to Josh. You know, we don't want you to be anything but you. However, more is not always better. And we really need to find our balance and a keen sense of awareness about ourselves and the people around us. So we might be unintentionally creating our own roadblocks along the journey to our success. And I think that uh, for in Josh's case, he has the coaches around him that will help him to refocus and come back to that balance. So what can we do to be sure that our greatest strengths don't become our greatest weaknesses? Well, we can accept our vulnerabilities. We can face our fears. We can grow from our mistakes. We can embrace our own discomfort, be decisive, yet willing to be flexible, stay highly energetic, yet calm in a crisis, and be competitive, yet empathetic. Finally, we can watch and listen closely to the people around us for feedback about how we can change our behaviors and how we're being perceived. And most importantly, striving for balance as we make those changes. So my questions for you tonight, first of all, ask yourself if you can think of a time when your greatest strengths became your greatest weaknesses or weakness. And are you usually cognizant of this happening? Does your body tell you or do you listen to the feedback from others? And if you're in the chat room, please feel free to chat in your responses. If you are just listening or listening to the recording, you can kind of think about that and maybe just say your responses out loud. All right, let's move on to our fact of the night, which is connected to our city and the love of our community. You may or may not know that Buffalo is the inaugural site of Theodore Roosevelt, who was inaugurated in Buffalo and not in the nation's capital. Now, this is very rare, and he was sworn in Buffalo because President William McKinley was shot, sadly, while visiting the city's 1901 Pan American Exposition. So after McKinley died from his mortal wounds, Theodore Roosevelt, Teddy Roosevelt, was inaugurated as the 26th president of the U.S. in the Wilcox Mansion, which is now a museum dedicated to the inauguration and other happenings from that era. The beautifully restored mansion, it combines old and new by displaying exhibits from the Pan American Exposition, and it offers some fantastic interactive features, 
including you can sit at the desk of Teddy Roosevelt and you can recreate the presidential office. So visitors can play president and create a newspaper with headlines about you sitting at the desk being a president. And for history buffs, you can visit https colon forward slash forward slash www.trsite.org and take a very cool virtual tour. I checked it out and it's so much fun. So hopefully you'll have a chance to, to do that. All right, time for news and notes. Saturday, Buffalo Bills safety, Demar Hamlin, to probably the surprise of the conspiracy theorist, posted his first public video on Instagram since his near-death on-field collapse. Hopefully everyone listening has had the chance to watch this very emotionally moving video. And the Bills also posted it on their Twitter account. I believe there's also a link on the buffalobills.com website. In the new video, DeMar thanked the medical teams in charge of his recovery, as well as his fans. And he said, I can't tell you how appreciative I am for all the love, all the support. It's just been a lot to process. What happened to me on Monday Night Football, I feel, is a direct example of God using me as a vessel to share my passion and my love directly from my heart with the entire world. And now I'm able to give to kids and communities all across the world who need it the most. And that's always been my dream. That's always been what I stood for and what I will continue to stand for. So hopefully you get a chance to look at that video and just a, a gentle reminder that DeMar was thanking the donator, donors to his charitable foundation, Chasing M, where you can also donate. And he said, this is just the beginning of the impact I wanted to have on the world. And with God's guidance, I can do wonderful, great things. Now, after the video <laughs> played, there are still some people, some conspiracy theorists, who claimed that that wasn't DeMar, that was a body double. Bizarre. I'm not going to give them the time of the day. But on Sunday, in DeMar fashion, he responded to the theorists posting a jump scare on TikTok in which he says, boo. So hopefully that might convince some people, but they'll always be the doubters. All right, Josh Allen is not going to be in the Pro Bowl. He is joining the AT&T Pebble Beach Pro-Am for the second year. And that features a field of 156 amateurs playing alongside 156 pros over three rounds at beautiful Pebble Beach Golf Links, Spyglass Hill Golf Course, and Monterey Peninsula, Peninsula Country Club Shore Course. I've actually been there, and it is gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. The top 25 in ties, two-man Pro-Am teams will advance to the final round of Pebble Beach, and you can watch the event on CBS and the Golf Channel. It runs from February 2nd, Thursday, to the 5th, and tomorrow, actually, there's a 3M Celebrity Challenge on Wednesday, which will see select celebrities compete in teams at the Hay Par 3 course for the opportunity to win money for charity. And Taryn's laughing. Yes, they do have too much time on their hands. But I want to also look, Taryn made a comment in the chat about his greatest strength, which is also his weakness, is being determined on doing something and not stopping at anything to finish or accomplish it. Sometimes it takes me a while to finish it that day, the day slips away from me. Yes, that's a great example, and I have a feeling you're not alone in that, Taryn. All right, Josh Allen was also named one of the five finalists for the AP NFL MVP Award, and that was announced on Wednesday. And in his fifth season with the Bills, he threw for 4,283 yards, not the 5,000, which I was hoping for. I think he would have got it if he wasn't injured. And that ranked seventh in the league, and, and I know his injury really held him back. 
because you look at Purdy, who had a very similar injury, and he's going to need surgery. But according to Josh, he's not going to need surgery. Thank goodness. And Josh is tied for second most touchdowns with 35. He was recognized as the AFC Offensive Player of the Week three times this season. He was an MVP finalist in 2020. And this year he joins Patrick Mahomes, Jalen Hurst, Joe Burrow, as well as Minnesota Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson as the other four finalists. But in addition, we also have... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A finalist for AP Coach of the Year Award. And in my opinion, hands down, even though we didn't make the Super Bowl, Sean McDermott should receive the vote. Because during his sixth season as the Bills head coach, he led his team to the divisional round after ending the regular season 13-3. and He earned the AFC East Division title for the third straight season. In addition to coaching, everybody knows he's selfless and he's just uh, just a super guy. He led his team this past year through more than any coach I'm sure has ever had to deal with. A Buffalo blizzard, well actually two blizzards. He put his players before the sport when DeMar Hamlin suffered cardiac arrest and he insisted to be there for the players, and that was more important than continuing the game. And Sean joins Philadelphia Eagles head coach and Western New York native, thus my rooting for the Eagles for the Super Bowl, Nick Sirianni. He also joins 49ers head coach Kyle Shanahan, Brian Dable of the Giants, who was our offensive coordinator last year, and Jacksonville Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson as additional finalists. And the winners are going to be honored at the NFL uh, event on February 9th. Just a really quick, fun story. Uh, Dawson Knox and Mitch Morris, who are both in the Pro Bowl, they were in Vegas, and Dawson Knox lost his wallet. A woman found it. She posted it on Facebook, and one of the Bill's Mafia babes actually saw it knew someone in the Bills Mafia Babes Facebook group who actually was Mitch Morris's wife who also saw it. And long story short, they were able to all connect. Dawson Knox got his wallet back thanks to the Bills Mafia Babes and Mitch's wife, which was really, really awesome. All right, my weekly reminder, please check out the blogs of our IE Sports Radio blog team family, including the one that I announced on Thursday by Mike Pat, host of the Let's Wine About DMV Sports, and the one that is soon to be released by my sister Diane, How to Survive When Your Team's Not in the NFL Championship 2023. And that's going to be posted within a day or two. So please be sure to check out IE or follow us actually on Twitter at IE Sports Radio. And you can also find all our blogs at IE Sports Radio blog.wordpress. We always welcome your feedback and we appreciate you sharing these blogs with family and friends. And I just want to stop for a minute. That Ruth says, my greatest strength is when I make people happy, and my weakness is when I make people unhappy. Thank you very much, Ruth, for sharing that. Now, I agree with you. That was a great story about Dawson getting his wallet back. That was really awesome. All right. Let's go with the NHL a little bit here. The NHL did announce several changes to the regular season schedule. On Wednesday, that includes updates to three upcoming Sabres games, if you were planning to watch them. The Buffaloes game against the Boston Bruins on March 2nd at 
the Garden will now start at 7 p.m. on MSG. Pre-game show on MSG will begin at 6.30. The Sabres home game on March 6th against the Edmonton Oilers will stream exclusively on ESPN Plus and Hulu. And a subscription to either streaming service is unfortunately required to watch. And face-off is at 7.30. And then their game road game in Columbus on April 14th is going to air on MSG with pregame coverage starting at 6.30. Now today, a beautiful, emotional, heartfelt letter was released by one of the Star Sabres players, Rasmus Dahlin, who I had the privilege of meeting. And I wasn't going to read it, but I think I am because it's it really reflects the heart and soul of the Sabres and this incredible group of amazing guys. And it's called Dear Buffalo by Rasmus Dahlin. Dear Buffalo, I'm going to tell you a bit about our group, but first I want to talk about Ryan Miller. I knew about him before this month, of course. I knew he was loved here in Buffalo so much that the team was retiring his number. We were even able to meet him when we were in Vancouver earlier this season, and you could tell then he was a good person. I thought I understood his place here, but I didn't really, not until two weeks ago. The connection he shares with the people in the city is something you have to feel to understand. We were all in awe watching a ceremony from the bench, seeing the mutual love shared between him and the crowd. It was RJ Knight all over again. Now when I see Ryan Miller, I am starstruck. We spent time after the game talking to Ryan and the other alumni who were there that night. They spoke about how it felt like there was nothing separating the ice from the stands during their playoff runs. The players and the fans were one, all working toward the same goal. I speak for myself and my teammates when I say this. Buffalo, we are starting to feel it. It's hard to describe what it feels like when Key Bank Center is full. I get chills thinking about the roar of the crowd every time we have a scoring chance or a big hit or a successful penalty kill. Honestly, the whole night feels like a power play. It's like we are 19,090 strong, 20 of us in uniform and the rest of us in the stands. Together, we are going to break the other team mentally. That's what it feels like. We love that feeling. There are two things you need to know about our group. We believe in what we have here, and there is nowhere else we would rather be. So when someone who means so much to this community is being honored, or when our city is recovering from a storm, you should know we take it personally. We know we have a chance to send every person home with a memory they will never forget. How could we not give our best? Those are the nights we've dreamt of these past two years. Tomer, Mitzi, Cozy, Joke Guy, Sammy, Brees, Aspie, Vic, so many of us have grown up here. We've gone to Bill's games together and talked about creating a similar atmosphere downtown. It's so rewarding to see it happening. We have a sign in our locker room that says, earn it. We see it before every game and every practice. That's been the message all along from Kevin and Donnie and Oki, that we are going to earn the trust of this community by how we work to get better every day. Now we're almost at the all-star break and we're in the race. We all know where we are in the standings and what this these games mean. But the only way we can reach our goal is by keeping the same mindset. Just keep getting better one day at a time. Earn it. We'll see where it takes us, but we're excited to be on this journey together. I'm so proud to play here, to call the guys in this room, my brothers, and to call the city home. Thank you for a special first half. I'll see you on Wednesday. Go Sabres. Rasmus Dahlin. I knew that took a few minutes, but I really, I, I was so impressed by that young man's letter. I had seen a, an interview with him, and he was with Dane Smith and Josh Byrne from the Bandits, and they were interviewing Owen Power and Rasmus Dahlin, and Rasmus related that he dropped out of school in Sweden to become a hockey player. And just reading that letter, just it's, it's so impressive. So congratulations to Rasmus. All right, I'm going to just 
talk a little bit about the Bills, and then we're going to go into the Bandits, take a quick commercial break, and then talk Sabres and welcome our special guest. All right, three Bills, additional Bills, have been added to the year's 2023 Pro Bowl games. A little bit of a joke, I think. I don't know about the Pro Bowl. I'll probably watch it because the Bills are going to be there. Left tackle, Deion Dawkins, he's going to be there replacing Chiefs. Left tackle, Orlando Brown. And tight end, Dawson Knox, he's replacing Travis Kelsey because, unfortunately, he's in the Super Bowl and we are not. And Roger Saffold is replacing Colts left guard, Quentin Nelson, who's unable to participate due to an injury. So that's going to all take place on Sunday, February 5th in Las Vegas. Now on Monday, Tom Pelissero and Ian Rappaport of NFL Network, they reported the NFL has set the 2023 salary cap at $224.8 million. So this is an increase of $16.6 million from past season. But unfortunately, the Bills have a lot of work to do to get under that threshold. And Buffalo Bills general manager Brandon Bean has a huge mountain to climb. We have glaring needs and we don't have a lot of room to work. What will this mean? Well, it's going to mean restructuring contracts, possibly some trades, possibly, I don't know, a combination of the draft, cheaper free agents. It's going to be very interesting to see where this all, you know, what, what happens here. But we're going to delve more into this as we head further into the off season. So let's talk Bandits quickly here. The Bandits actually had back-to-back games this past weekend. And that started with a game on Friday against the Philadelphia Wings in Philadelphia at Wells Fargo Center. They started off very slow in the first half. However, they came out in the second half ready to take control, and they certainly did. They scored six goals in a row to open the third quarter and erase a two-goal deficit and thrust them to their 13-9 victory. Kudos to Dane Smith, Josh Byrne, Kyle Buchanan, Brad Buck, um, McCulley, Dalton Sulver, and Tohoka Nanticote. They all played a role in the win, and Kyle Buchanan was the first to go on the scoreboard Friday night, scoring his 200th career goal. Matt Vince, the Bandits goaltender, he made 45 saves on 54 shots. While the Philadelphia mind, netminders Zach Higgins and Angus Goodleaf, they made 44 saves on 56 shots and three saves on three shots, respectively. Now, headed into Saturday, the Bandits earned their sixth win of the season, beating the New York Riptide 16-10 at Nassau Veterans Memorial Coliseum. In their high-scoring arsenal, it was led by reigning MVP Dane Smith, who just is not slowing down. He totaled 11 points in the game. Also contributing were Brandon Robinson, Ian McKay, and Tohoka Nanticoach. Josh Byrne, unfortunately, he's the NLL's goal leader coming into the game. He was unable to play the second half due to a lower body injury. And the goaltender, Matt Vince, he held down the pipes for Buffalo, 42 saves on 52 shots. The Bandits are now 6-2, and two, still behind Rochester, and they return home Saturday to take on the Rochester Nighthawks in a battle of Eastern Conference heavyweights. So I'm hoping, maybe being at home instead of in Rochester, they can certainly take advantage of the home field. And face-off is going to be at 7.30 at Key Bank Center. The team is going to celebrate Native American Heritage Night. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos, the Bandits are going to honor the indigenous history behind the game of lacrosse and celebrate the rich culture of our local Native communities. It sounds like that's going to be a jam-packed night, and I imagine Banditland will be coming out in full force. 
All right, folks, we are going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we will have our special guest, and we'll be talking Sabres. You are listening to IE Sports Radio, all things sports, and you are listening to Patty Bax. So, IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Let's get going to our first commercial break. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. fans do you like wine well we've got the show for you this is let's wine about sports a show where we talk about wine and sports simultaneously from the classic cabernet sauvignon all the way down to the grapes that you've never even heard of before oh yeah we cover it all and we'll talk about a little bit of sports as well football hockey collegiate women's sports it doesn't matter we're going to talk about it all and we're going to whine about it all so join me Monday at 8 p.m. on IU Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. What's happening, sports fans? Are you a fan of Southern California sports? Are you looking for a show hotter than a hot summer day in California? Then look no further than the SoCal Supreme Sports Show, where I talk about all things Southern California sports. That's right, all sports teams from Southern California. From the hard-hitting tackles of the NFL, to the killer crossovers and big three-pointers of the NBA and WNBA, to the grand slams of the MLB, to the bone-chilling goals of the NHL, and to the booming kicks of the MLS, the SoCal Supreme Sports Show has it all for you. Oh, and let us not forget about the college sports as well. So join me, Taryn Rodriguez, every week here on iSports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. sports fan if you are you should join me aj on my thursday night podcast called frozen takes with aj on iu sports radio i talk about all things minnesota sports from the vikings to leagues basketball every week i talk about the good and the bad of sports in the land of the frozen lakes join me thursday nights at 8 p.m central standard time 
for your Minnesota sports show on IU Sports Radio. Your direct feed for all of the sports. Welcome back, sports fans, to the Buffalo Huddle. I'm your host, Patty Bex, and this is IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Before we get to our guest, I just want to do a little bit of a lead-in here with talking about the Sabres. Now, Saturday night, the Sabres played the Minnesota Wild in Minnesota, and that was their 13th game in 22 days. Thank goodness they're young and they have, have the energy. They were concluding a four-game road trip that included matchups with the top two teams in the Western Conference in Dallas and Winnipeg, plus two physical, defense-oriented contenders in St. Louis and Minnesota. They really kept up their energy against uh, the Wild. However, in the end, I think the Wild really ended up prevailing in the shootout with goals on their three attempts to win 3-2. to two. I'm telling you, I'm not crazy about their uniforms. I, I almost was ready to wear sunglasses. I wasn't a fan of those uniforms. And Jack Quinn and uh, Zemgis Gergensen scored goals for the Sabres, who had a five-game winning streak snapped, but they kept a seven-game point streak intact. They continue to inch very close to a playoff spot. They went 3-0-1 on the road trip. So the game did go into a shootout where Minnesota's Frederick Goodrow, he backhanded a shot top shelf to get the extra point. Tage Thompson, he led the Sabres with eight shot attempts, including two that actually hit the post, and you could hear that on TV. He scored did score the lone goal for Buffalo in the shootout, however. And Buffalo is now 1-1 one one in the shootout this season. Now, tomorrow night, the, the Sabres are returning home to host the Carolina Hurricanes. It is Choose Love Night at KeyBank Center. And it's going to place the spotlight on the black community and local black-owned businesses. And the game is going to be nationally televised on TNT beginning at 7.30. Hopefully we will have a nice sellout crowd for the national audience. All right, it gives me great pleasure to introduce someone I am privileged and honored to call my friend. I met him on Twitter, and now I've gotten to know his mom, and we've become very, very good friends We've also gone to dinner together, and him and his mom have been very supportive of the fundraising for the Ride for Roswell. So without further ado, let me introduce Mr. Positivity himself, Chris O'Brien. Hi, Patty. How are you? Good, good. Chris, thank you for joining me tonight. It's definitely an honor to have you here to talk about the Sabres, although I do know you are a huge Bills fan. So tell me, Chris, you live in Massachusetts. How in the heck did you become a Buffalo fan? <laughs> well, um, so, yeah, that, that that's a good question, right? Um, I get that question asked to me probably um, 20 million times in a calendar year. Um, but the one, it's, it, it boils down to one thing, and that's just I had a best friend growing up, um, Gage, who you guys see in that, that video of us circling around um, at the Sabres game being on television, um, he moved from Buffalo in fourth grade to Massachusetts and we were, became best friends and Saturdays into Sundays, I would sleep over his house and his father and his mom would have the, the Bills game on. And ever since then, it was just Buffalo sports. That is that is awesome, and I am so impressed by your enthusiasm 
how you travel all the way from Massachusetts to come to Bill's games, to Sabres games, to support the ride for Roswell. It's it's very impressive. And we can't thank you enough here. You you were definitely a huge part of Bill's Mafia. And Taryn guessed it. He said, I had a feeling Chris would be the big guest. So congratulations. Taryn, I don't have a prize for you, but <laughs> you're a good uh, you're a good psychic there, Taryn. Now Chris I'm sorry, go ahead. I tell people it's a, it's a very easy drive. It's literally, you come out of my house and it's three lefts and you just 300 and something miles. Well, I know I drive the 90 to Albany and sometimes it can be pretty boring. So kudos to you for doing it. Now, Chris, we sadly are saying goodbye to the Bills for this season However, we have another team that's really bringing some light in this time of kind of sadness for Bills Mafia. Tell me a little bit about what what are you seeing about the Sabres that really has you excited like the rest of our fans? Yeah, well, um, it's funny because Gage and I will text every night about the Sabres, and it's like a reminiscence of when we were growing up with the Danny Breer style hockey uh, Chris Drury, Thomas Vanek, um, Jason Pominville, and you know it's 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 like you're you're back in that era again, and that excitement. And I went to the game with him. We went to a few games, um, and a little about the Vegas game is even though the Sabers lost that game against Vegas, that was probably the most fun that I've had at a hockey game. Um, just just the atmosphere in the building during a losing game was like it was it was pretty unbelievable and then just going to that game against Anaheim I mean scoring six goals obviously you in the go-ahead jersey is a thing now so um every time they wear the go-ahead jersey we'll just mark it as six um <laughs> that just just you know the talent the 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 age you know them being so young and having that group of guys in that locker room, Dolly, Tuck, uh, Cousins, like even Krebs now, you know, Krebs's stats are not where, you know, people are, oh my God, he's great, but he brings that electricness to the team. He's that little gritty guy that you want on your line that's, you know, who's going to have your back? And even to, you know, we talked about having a favorite player before, and it was like, yeah, I love Rasmus Dallin, but I thought about somebody who a lot of people might not really think about on that lineup is in, it's Tyson Jost and just what he brings to the team is you know look at his game look at the way that he plays look at his style and a lot of people look at stats but sometimes you know I look at how they play how are they handling the puck how are they playing without the puck and that's a lot of things that this team has now that they didn't have in the prior you know 10 or 11 years now Right, and I, I don't know if you were listening earlier, I did read that letter from Rasmus Dahlin, and I think he definitely is recognizing what you're describing about that excitement and when you have a full-packed arena, just like at the stadium, at Highmark Stadium, when the Bills are playing, there is nothing like it. And even if you're not a really rabid sports fan, you come into a packed arena, or a packed Highmark Stadium, there's nothing like it at all. I mean, you can't even describe it until you experience it firsthand. And yeah, you, it's, you've gotten it's, to experience it, both, really. Well, and, and, and it, it just worked out perfectly. The past couple of times that I went, I had Sabres on one night, and then the Bills on the next. It was just like, you know, a big party all weekend, and that's really all it is. You know, I've gone to, you know, I've been to, and I've been to Buccaneers games back in the past when they weren't even good when the Bills played down there, and they killed us one year. And I looked at the guy next to me. This was in Tampa Bay. Looked at the guy next to me, and I said, how come your fans aren't celebrating destroying us? He goes, half of us are just retired and just have nothing to do on a Sunday. <laughs> well, that You know, that's true. I think so much of the... Bills and the Sabres, and even now the Bandits are really starting to, because of their winning and fans really have taken to them, myself included, It they become woven into the fabric of this community. 
And as Rasmus said, you can't really separate them. You know, when your team becomes part of your community, there's nothing that that's going to tear it apart. And you, you feel that, you know, I don't know if you, you know, being in Massachusetts, if you feel that with the Patriots and the Bruin fans, I don't know if you have something to really compare it to how many games you might have gone to there, but. You know, growing up in, you know, watching the Bruins on television and going to Bruins games, you can obviously, you can, you can tell the difference in fan bases where, you know, Bruins fans are very used to winning where they're like, all right, well, it's a, it's a, it's a Thursday night and, we're just going to win anyway, so you know. Let me go about my day, have dinner with my family, you know, which is okay. But there's not that urgency to get out and go see a hockey game to to be excited and have fun because it's like it's it's a normal state, which every fan base wants to get to at some point. But it's in that process where, as as Sabres fans are now, is enjoying that process and that ride of okay, this is fun. Let's hop on that wagon and let's let's do this. Let's ride it. Right. Right. Exactly. Now, I actually was at one of the Patriot games, and I have to say it was so, I'm going to use the word stuffy. I was shocked at how the fans didn't even seem really interested. The Bills didn't win that game. This was years ago. However, I just was really surprised at how they weren't really interested in the game. They were busy talking to each other, and I don't know. I, I, I'm a little biased because <laughs> I'm doing a podcast called The Buffalo Huddle, but it, it definitely makes me appreciate, you know, what it means to be a Buffalo fan, and, and I'm so proud and happy that that's become infused into you and, and really injected into your veins, and now when I talk to your mom, it definitely seems like she's caught the the Bills fever and the Sabres fever and Buffalo fever just in general. Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, I can even make a point to the New England, you know, fan base because shout out to LaShawn for allowing me to go to that game with him when we played there in December. Um, but, you know, people watching on TV might see that the lower bowl is full, yes, but that upper area the 300s up there was not even close to being full like it was very quiet the entire game there was not a lot of people there um i just you know i don't, I don't know what it was i mean it was a prime time game you know you would have thought that people would have showed up and showed out for their team but i guess not in new england when their team is losing i guess yeah it's it's pretty surprising all right, Chris, I'm going to have you put on your, you know, futuristic hat, if you will. We have only about a minute left. It goes so fast. Yeah. What do you predict for the Sabres this season? So I said it earlier this week when they started the road trip. I said, if they beat Winnipeg, they're going to the playoffs. So they beat Winnipeg, so they are going to go to the playoffs. Do you have a uh, prediction for where they'll finish going into the playoffs? I'd probably say I'm going to go the number one in the wild card. Okay. Aiden's fall. I, I, I'd say number one in the wild card. All right. Well, mark that down, and we'll come back and revisit this and see how close you were to being right. All right, Chris, thank you so much. You and your mom are honorary Buffalonians, even though you're not from here, but we've adopted you. You're part of Bill's Mafia and Sabres fan base as well. And I sure hope you're available in the future to join me again. You were certainly awesome, and I think you really provided a different perspective from someone who wasn't born and raised here, but yet how you can catch the fever of Buffalo and Buffalo sports. And you're always welcome. You know that, you know, Buffalo is your second home. And hopefully maybe one day you'll get a house here. Who knows? Never know. You never know. (laughs) You never know. But thank you so much, Chris, for joining. And I hope that our audience enjoyed the interview. Chris, I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thank you. Go Bills. Go Bills. Go Sabres. Go Sabres. All right. That was Chris O'Brien. 
And, oh, looks like, I think it's Adam who just joined. Thank you for joining. I hope you got to hear that hockey talk that we just had. We're going to take another quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to finish up with UB. And Taryn, thank you. Great stuff. It definitely kind of puts things into perspective when you talk to somebody who wasn't born in the area that you were and didn't originally have the passion, but they caught the fever, you know, as I said. And Chris, Chris's mom, Ruth, here said I enjoyed that interview very much. Thank you. I'm, I'm really hoping to have Chris back again. You are listening to the Buffalo Huddle on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports, and I'm your host, Patty Bex. We'll be right back. everybody this is Taryn Rodriguez are you a fan of volleyball are you a fan of thunder spikes then I have the show for you set point where I cover NCAA men's and women's volleyball high school boys and girls volleyball beach volleyball and even professional volleyball catch the action every week here on IE Sports Radio your direct feed for all that is sports fans, I'm Adam Kernan. And I'm Zach Puplis. Together, we are the newest version of Hockey Talk on IE Sports Radio, The Neutral Zone. Zone, 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 zone. We love hockey, but we also know it's not everyone's first sport. So we want to make this show as much for new fans as for the diehards. Whether you can name all the Swedes on the 08 Red Wings Stanley Cup team, or if you can't tell if Varlamov is a goalie or the latest trendy vodka, we're here to help. With facts, figures, and outrageous fans, we bring you all the hard-hitting hockey news you can handle, while still keeping it fun and on the rails. Well, mostly. So tune in every week as we go around the hockey world, from college to Canada, the minors and the majors, and everywhere in between. So bring your sellies. And your one-timers. Your wicked ristas. And be sure to protect your five-hole. Catch the Neutral Zone every week on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. We promise not to pick on the Arizona Coyotes every episode. Welcome back to IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. And I'm your host, Patty Bex. This is the Buffalo Huddle. Two of my favorite people, Adam and Taryn, just awesome, awesome shows that they do. So hopefully you'll be able to tune in. And speaking of tuning in, let's give a shout out to our IE Sports Radio family. You can find us on social media and Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Please visit our website, iesportsradio.com. Larry B's been working so hard to update our website and continues to do so. For the last eight years, IE Sports Radio brings you amazing content. And so we're really into our ninth year already. And we're all about making sure that we're about the fans and for the fans. And with your help, we can take it to the next level. Please become a Patreon. Think about that. We have five different tiers and it just starts at $5 a month. And this donation gets you a shout out on all our shows. And higher tiers can get you merchandise and access to the podcasting university and you can even be a rock star on the defining moment flagship show with larry b thanks to everybody for supporting ie radio and our family shout out to our patreons bay area raised i'm lost great key to the gate and anonymous and a couple 
comments here in the chat from Diane, a very professional job, Chris. <laughs> and I agree. I wish you would replace Chris Collingsworth. And Ruth said, thank you, Diane, for that comment. Patty, I agree with you what you said about the stuffiness at Patriots game. I went to one years ago with Christopher and the Bills were playing the Patriots at Gillette. And I thought the Patriot fans were more interested in talking and not the game. It's such a different and wonderful experience when I go to Buffalo to watch the Bills play. It's so exciting. Yes, I agree, Ruth. It, it certainly is. I figure, well, I'm going to keep my season tickets. I've had them for now. It's going on 35 years because it's cheaper to go to the game and more fun and yell and scream and get all my frustrations out rather than go to a psychiatrist. So <laughs> if you, if any listeners want to have a good time and let out all your emotions and your anger and frustration, just come to a Bills game and you'll, you'll feel so much better. Well, certainly if they win, but if it's your team that loses, you may not feel so good. All right, let's take a look quickly at the UB Bulls. They're actually playing right now. They did lose to the top-seeded Kent State Golden Flashes, unfortunately, 74-68. to They really struggled, but they are playing the Akron Zips tonight for this year's Blue Out game. That actually is on ESPN+, Plus, and it is in Buffalo at Alumni Arena. And the University of Buffalo women's basketball team, they're playing tomorrow night at Miami of Ohio. They're playing against the Miami Redhawks. That game is at 7 p.m. also on ESPN+. All right, let's take a look at our challenge for the week. We're going to revisit our theme, Your Greatest Strength is Your Greatest Weakness. Now, this is a little challenging, but I think our listeners are up to it. My listeners are up to it. Your challenge is to do a self-assessment and list at least 10 of your strengths. Sometimes it's a little difficult. You know, you might think it's like bragging, but you're not. You're going to you're going to list 10 of your strengths. And once you list your strengths, ask yourself if and when do any of them become your weakness. Now, if you want to take this challenge up a notch, you can actually hold a very candid conversation with someone who knows you well, and you can ask him or her how your greatest strength becomes your greatest weakness. Does that apply to you? And have them give you an example. I know it's a little challenging. It's not something that's always easy to do when we have to take a look at ourselves. However, this show is all about self-improvement. It's about being inspired. It's about being challenged. It's about sports, but in sports, you talk to any outstanding athlete, Hall of Fame athletes, they will tell you they're always striving to become better. And that's what, as your host of this show, that's what I'm trying to help you do, and myself included, to always be the best version of ourselves. It is time to actually start wrapping up here tonight. Believe it or not, it always goes so fast. Special thanks to all of you who are listening live and to those of you listening to the recording of this podcast. If you are listening live, please stay tuned for another member of our IE Sports Radio family, your direct feed for all that is sports, Philly Sports Talk with Bobby Cash and Chris. With your support, our Patreons, and of course the entire IE Sports Radio family, your direct feed for all that is sports, the Buffalo Huddle, and all the wonderful podcasts and live broadcasts continue to thrive. All of us, including Taryn and Adam and Larry and Mike and so many of the IE Sports Radio family, we all appreciate you. I want to give a shout out again to my special guest tonight, Chris O'Brien. He is just incredible, and you can follow him on Twitter, and he he's just always positive. His mom will, I'm sure, agree that he is the most one of the most positive people that I have ever, ever followed on Twitter, 
and you can find him at Chris Creating Positivity. He is at Chris, capital O, capital B, 413. And please be sure to also follow his mom, Ruth O'Brien, because Ruth is definitely a good person to follow as well. And Ruth, you can certainly feel free to put your Twitter handle in the chat as well. Please remember to join me every Tuesday night at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time. You can follow me on Twitter at Buffalo Huddle, H-U-D-L underscore I-E, or at Huddles 10251. Please continue to keep all those impacted by trauma in your prayers. And this is Patty Bax for IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Until next time, go Bills, go Sabres, go Bandits. Have a great night, and God bless. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.